today, we're getting into one of the scariest and most elusive conspiracy theories of them all, the Illuminati themselves. You always hear about the celebrities involved, but no one knows how it originated, why it's so widely spread on the internet, or the infamous nature behind the secret organization. Eleanor, we've got our hands full today. Disney is involved, celebrities are involved. It's gonna get messy and scary. I hate that we're angering the mouse again, even in uh, the Disney episode low. Listen, when we first started this podcast, guys, there was one episode I said I would never do because there is one thing, one spooky, creepy ooky on Earth that actually terrifies me, and that is the Illuminati. I'm really nervous for this one, Flo. I feel like we need like a little verbal asterisk so we never actually say the word Illuminati or mm -hmm, anyone's mm -hmm, name. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Internet Urban Legends, a Spotify original from Parcast. I'm Loie, your evidence expert, your not-so-fearless leader into the side of the Illuminati today. I'm Eleanor. I know nothing. I just want to say that right off the bat. I know nothing. <laughs> I believe nothing. If the powers that be are listening, I don't believe a word I'm saying on this podcast. All for right. jokes, all for fun, entertainment. I think I share in like your genuine fear going into this episode today. Together, we are the Scaredy Cats, aka the Gruesome Twosome. <laughs> and this is Internet Urban Legends, where we dive deep into the darkest corners of the internet. We might find answers. Today, we're going to find nothing. That is speculation. Zilch. We will certainly scare ourselves into staying up all night with this one. We are so sorry for dragging you into this ride. <laughs> I feel like the Illuminati certainly has like the Spotify listener list of Internet Urban Legends. So apologies. The Illuminati probably isn't an urban legend. They have a lot of like deep seated roots. I mean, the Illuminati itself was a real organization, which is what we're going to talk about today. But how crazy is the web with Illuminati conspiracy theories and lizard people thoughts. And I don't know, selling your soul to the devil. The lore of the Illuminati is one that I can't even keep track of. The cinematic universe of the Illuminati, if you will, has gotten very complex. I'm realizing that I thought the Illuminati was Scientology. I thought we were talking about Tom Cruise today, so <gasps> I'm going into this blind as a bat low. <laughs> Listen, Tom Cruise might also be in the Illuminati, but we're not going to be bringing in specific names today. <laughs> we don't want to anger anyone. So everything we say is alleged mm -hmm, mm -hmm, for entertainment purposes. And please don't kill us. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. At Sephora, we know how you love to use makeup, skincare, hair care, and fragrances that work for you, but also how important it is to be in the know about the ingredients that are in them, which is why we created Clean at Sephora, curated products from brands like Merit, Amica, Summer Fridays, and Fleur that have everything you want, minus certain ingredients you might not. Clean at Sephora is only at Sephora. Shop now at Sephora.com.
let's talk about the real origins of the Illuminati because prior to this episode and prior to like doing the research for this, I always assumed the Illuminati was like some conspiracy theory that we completely like pulled out of our asses. I was like, this is our way of explaining why people get so famous or like why people have such a degree of success because of course they sold their souls to the devil and now they're in the secret organization. But this is a real like secret organization that dates back centuries and centuries ago. Now, the Bavarian Illuminati was an all-male secret society formed in Bavaria, which is now a part of modern-day Germany. This secret organization opposed corrupt governments and religious rule from 1776 to 1785. Now, the Eye of Providence, aka the all-seeing eye, is the triangle. Like It's that symbol with the eye and the triangle okay. that's like heavily associated with the Illuminati. But get this, it was originally a symbol of Christianity. I mean, so (laughs) this group that's like opposed to like the government opposed to religious rule, they're like, hey, we're going to borrow this. We're going to just like, oop, ours now. I don't know that I love that it was all male to begin with. But Mm, other than that, it kind of sounds like I would have been an Illuminati fan, a stan. Right? Like being opposed to religious and government rule and probably just being for the people governing the people like that already You kind of won me. Mm -hmm. Do I want to be mansplained the (laughs) terms and conditions? Probably not. However, listen, we kind of learned about it a little bit too late. Initiation's already over because the Bavarian Illuminati was shut down after the Bavarian government found out and banned all secret societies. Can you imagine that (laughs) conversation? Hey, we're banning all secret societies, baby. If you've got a society and it's secret, you're screwed. In order to continue forward with their secret society doings and meetings and everything, basically the Bavarian Illuminati continued to exist, but they just went underground. I think you hear something similar with the Freemasons, how, you know, they were banned. They were told to disband. Mm -hmm. However, they just went underground and you still hear about them today. The Illuminati continued to exist because they started doing their secret organizational work I don't know. I imagine them in like mole tunnels under the earth. But I'm really wondering, like you say they go underground for however many years, hundreds Mm -hmm. of years. How much of what we think of the Illuminati now in the New World Order Mm -hmm. is in any way even tangentially related to that Illuminati? Like if they went underground for 200 years, why are they just now popping up enough for everybody to make TikToks about them and like a bunch of information? I think that's really interesting. And something I didn't know is that the Illuminati was actually kind of a symbol in like pop culture back in the 60s, 70s, like the previous century, the 1960s, the 1970s. So it's not that it's just now popping up. It's that I think that we're taking things that might have been said in like a satirical or comedy sense or just a fictional sense in those decades and we're taking them very seriously now we think that the illuminati is this new world order organization there are these powerful people acting like puppeteers are gonna brainwash everybody they're in the military they're in the police they're in the celebrity media whatever but listen to this this is really interesting we think that one of the reasons that like the current sort of perception of the Illuminati is what it is goes back to a couple of different projects. Now, two writers named Carrie Thornley and Robert Anton Wilson planted stories about the Illuminati in the underground press as a joke, like a literal joke. Think like Playboy magazine as like underground press in the 60s. Like they started like planting these little seeds as a gag. 
Then in the mid-70s, the mid-1970s, a series of satirical sci-fi novels called the Illuminatus Trilogy uh, came out, loaded with conspiracy theories closely related to ideas surrounding it today. I would like to reiterate, satirical sci-fi novels. Okay. Oh, no. And then in 2000, Dan Brown came out with Angels and Demons. This was a mystery thriller novel about the secret society of the Illuminati, which eventually turned into a movie in like 2009. So I'm still confused. Okay. The Illuminati disappeared Mm -hmm. in the late 1700s. So like, what are these two writers from Playboy like referencing? How did it actually re-enter pop culture? Or was it genuinely so niche and nobody knew about it? And like this Playboy mention in the 60s really was the first modern resurgence of the Illuminati. Like I'm so confused about how these ideas re-entered the public consciousness from Bavaria. So here's the thing. Like Walt Disney is the only name that we're going to mention in this entire script. I swear it. He himself was literally a member of the Bavarian Illuminati branch. So the secret society is not all that secret. And then we have this massive entertainment boom where people are taking in more media than they ever have before, kind of opening up their minds to new ideas. It's just like a new era where people are so fascinated by the idea of this new world order or like cults. And I think that it certainly was something that was being talked about. Maybe just not all that like openly. Okay. Kind of like an urban legend honestly like as i'm sitting here talking about it it feels like an urban legend in that way that urban legends like tend to transform and change through almost a game of telephone i feel like that's what happened to the idea of the illuminati these things are interesting because we do get to figure out like what informs Mm -hmm. sort of just modern pop culture and things we normally don't even analyze and it sounds like the illuminati is kind of i mean we're going to get into the theories and like the nitty-gritty but sort of a catch-all for like the powers that be whether it's government or media, entertainment, authors, it doesn't matter. Like anyone who is powerful, people have just sort of shoved into this group. Well, up next, we will dive deep into the darkest corners of the web. Let's uncover the Illuminati together. Let's see what we can find and how it's overtaken the internet. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome back to Collector's Closet, presented by The Ohio Lottery. Let's discuss my newest prize possession, this new $10 scratch-off, the $500,000 Platinum Jackpot. The best method I've found so far to help it hold its value is to vacuum seal it. This thing cannot get scratched. What's that? Sorry, my producer's telling me the only way it could be worth up to 500 grand is if I do scratch it? Okay, well, in that case, definitely don't overprotect your $500,000 Platinum Jackpot scratch-offs. Play them. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly.
Okay, so we've kind of discussed like the concrete roots of the Illuminati at this point. This Bavarian secret society back in the 1700s that opposed religious and government rule that somehow now has been turned into something very, very, very odd. What we need to know about the Illuminati, I think, in moving into some of the bizarre Illuminati conspiracy theories from the web is that in its current iteration, people simply believe that the Illuminati is a group of corporate elites, these gigantic entities, whether it's celebrities, powerful people in the military, powerful people in the government, they believe. And I think that this probably makes sense for like our little human brains that we have to believe that like these people in these huge positions of power are like, maybe we don't have to believe it, but I do think it's somewhat natural to believe that like they have some secret agenda, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's crazy. Maybe I'm part of the problem. But that's basically where we're at when we get into some of these theories. I really need everyone to put on their tinfoil hats for this. So supposedly chemtrails, right? You know how like you'll look up in the sky and you'll see those little white smoke trails left behind when a plane flies by. Supposedly chemtrails are actually chemicals that are part of the Illuminati's plan to change the weather (laughs) and further expand their control. Now, listen, the U.S. Air Force published an actual report in 1996 that showed they actually were trying to learn how to control the weather, which kind of makes a lot of sense to me. That's true. It's also, I mean, like, weather can be deadly. Mm-hmm. What was this? The U.S. Air Force? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flying conditions? Like, that could certainly turn the tide of war, I feel like. Imagine if one governmental body could control, like, natural disasters. Oh, you absolutely. I mean? Can like, you give even the earth imagine? a little shake, start an earthquake, like drum up a tidal wave like that would be terrifying i'm still not hearing the connection between chemtrails and this report right but tea so (laughs) there isn't one is basically the thing here a lot of this is going to be you'll see like people sort of reaching uh sort of (laughs) as generous people just say that they were doing this in tandem with the illuminati like they just started like placing blame on the illuminati this new world order there's like this paranoia i've noticed and i'm not saying like if you really heavily believe in the illuminati like in no capacity am I poking fun or dismissing anything. But in my limited sort of view in this, doing my own research, it seems that people place blame on the Illuminati to sort of like explain away things that don't make any sense to them. Like maybe they don't get why the government is trying to control the weather. Maybe they think it has a bigger, more sinister thought process behind it. I mean, we know that governments lie, right? Right. Like that's like a a straight fact. We know that obviously for, I guess, the sake of humanity, governments know a lot more than the average person knows. Of course. So it kind of makes sense that people would assign Mm -hmm. sort of like governmental blame at random Mm -hmm. or anything that does seem a little sus or out of place. Just assume that it sort of falls into that mass umbrella of like, I'm the everyman and these are just things that I don't know. And I think you mentioned this kind of earlier that people just look to like we all do it. I do it, too. We look at people in positions of power and just have this sort of inherent and innate distrust. And I think it's a part of it is because humans, by and large, like we all work pretty hard and we all think we work very hard. So when we see somebody who has so much more than us in some capacity, like there is almost this inclination to be like, you must have lied and stolen and like cheated your way to get there. And you're probably that type of person, even though normally it's just like they're the product of nepotism or something. But I think there is that just natural inherent like 
I don't know, you give people in power the side eye, I think no matter what. And this is just like the logical extreme of that. I could not agree more. So something I kind of wanted to talk about with this episode, but I wasn't sure where to fit it in was the Denver International Airport, DIA. There's a lot of very strange stuff with like why this airport was built in the first place when there was a perfectly fine airport, like not that far away from it that they basically just like stopped using in favor of this like multi 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 million dollar project strange for some mouse but supposedly it's the home to the illuminati headquarters and this is why the airport has a time capsule set to be open in 2094 totally illuminati no what's weird is that there are symbols of the freemasons now the freemasons are sometimes kind of compared to the illuminati i won't get into like the differences between ideology i think it's relatively similar when you look at like kind of distrust of the government opposed to religious rule government rule whatever sort of by the people for the people so symbols of the freemasons on this time capsule number one that is very weird but then then the airport was founded by the new world airport commission hello (laughs) they're not being subtle are they they're certainly not they're supposedly to people who believe that this is the illuminati headquarters this is an underground lair where the world's elite will live after the apocalypse that part just comes in that there are like tunnels under the airport which i think is pretty common with most airports but like Mm -hmm. this one does have a very extensive underground like tunnel system and like underground transportation as far as i understand very interesting or if it doesn't have that it's in the works i've watched a lot of videos on the denver international airport weirdly (laughs) one of the most interesting things at the dia airport is of course blucifer he's a big blue horse sculpture with gigantic red eyes that for some bizarre reason this gigantic blue horse sculpture that literally looks like a demon is like the gigantic sculpture outside of the airport it makes zero sense however blucifer is like literally cursed he killed his original maker by falling on him during like the design process and stuff <laughs> like literally just what? like goodbye there is no way to describe what blucifer looks like no. either i heavily implore anybody who's never seen this horse it's like there's no way to believe that this exists at an airport unless you see it this thing literally has glowing red eyes and it has to be like stories tall it's yeah massive. it's unthinkably tall like gigantic I cannot imagine that falling on top of you. You have that. You have these things like this gigantic 28-foot mural that illustrates destruction, the eventual end of life, while, you know, the other side of the mural depicts, like, humans coming back together to bring life back. Why is this at an airport? Why? Why? Hmm? It is weird, right? Like, the logical side of me is, like, this was just a weird artist. Like, whoever was in charge of commissioning all of the art for this airport was just kind of off his or her rocker a little bit. But it does seem like for an international airport in a major city, there'd be, like, a roundtable moment. A moment. Of, like, CEOs, execs of this airport. I don't know the airport structure, but, like, somebody would have stopped this, right? If the people who were not in charge of this did not approve. <laughs> And that is all I will say on that. Basically, people, because they can't explain all the weird stuff around it, they say it's part of the Illuminati. Kind of goes back to our inherent human nature, I think, to blame what we can't explain on something else we can't explain. You knew we had to get into social media at some point. So on Reddit, 
User Eye of Providence posted in 2011, I'm a member of the Illuminati, ask me anything. They answer questions explaining that they, being the Illuminati, aren't trying to control the world, but rather achieve a peaceful utopia. They also claim that a global one world government is beneficial because it can't wage war on itself. Oh, buddy, we will find a way. We as human beings will <laughs> find a way, don't you worry. There are hundreds of YouTube videos online and social media posts proving quote unquote, that celebrities are affiliated with the Illuminati. And you've all probably seen these videos. We don't even need to talk about them. Like why people are in the Illuminati because of the way that they held their hands up or what they wore or the way that they did their hair. Like it is so deeply bizarre, but it's kind of fascinating simultaneously. And I have been known to like deep dive into it. This Reddit user has to be fake, right? Oh, absolutely. There's no way that the Reddit user is real. Like the Illuminati is certainly Fight Club. If you talk about the Illuminati, like you're immediately out, I yeah. assume, especially yes. on Reddit. Like what would a secret organization that is working from the shadows have to gain from like doing like a Reddit post? Q&A? Like ask me your assumptions about me, Illuminati member. Kiss, kiss. I just don't think that makes any sense. No. I also, the YouTube videos are cute, but like I'm coming around to our central point, which is that we know nothing about the Mm -hmm. Illuminati. Everything about the Illuminati has seemingly been made up by like entertainment media, by pop culture, Mm -hmm. by the internet. Like it doesn't seem like there's really any ties at all for being an anti-religious organization it is kind of reminding me of the way like like religion like there's this central idea that people believe wholeheartedly in but it's kind of vague and ephemeral and like past that there aren't too many crisp and clear details that you can like really prove about the existence of this illuminati that said I'm one of the people who believes that it's probably nothing to do with this or the Freemasons, but there are certainly organizations. Like, there are apocalypse bunkers. Who are you trying mm-hmm. to kick? You know what I mean? Like, that kind of stuff does exist. Yes. I just don't believe that we know anything about it. I agree with you. I think it makes more sense that there have to be things like this that we don't know about than it does to just blindly believe that everyone in the world is just kind of going with, like, the status quo and, like, there's no underground bunkers there's no like hierarchy of like i don't know if there's some kind of catastrophe i'm sure that there are plans in place to save the world's elite that we don't know about because we are not the world's elite so i do think that however do we think that the illuminati in the sense of how it's portrayed in pop culture is alive and well or I don't think there's this situation where, like, a bunch of pop stars and politicians and, like, I don't know, like, newscasters sit across from each other at a table, like, once a month and, like, serve refreshments. And they're like, how are we going to affect the world this month? You know what I mean? I don't think anything like that happens. Prove me wrong, Illuminati. Please don't, actually. That there's this mass, like, central organization from all these different facets. I think the world is just too big. Again, I could be totally incorrect on this and sounding like a fool, but I do feel like in certain industries, like in politics or in entertainment and music, anything, I would have to imagine there are incubated groups of very powerful people that we don't know about who do meet, that do, I guess, like push these decisions forward and really influence Mm -hmm. the world. But I don't think that they're all under some umbrella Illuminati makers and shakers of the universe. I think it's like you said, like, unfortunately, the world has a hierarchy where 
powerful people, I would imagine, yeah, they probably meet and make decisions that we don't know about. And we're just walking along like little Sims. That is so correct. Like, I've never heard anything more correct in my life. (laughs) I think you just explained every thought in this tiny little brain of mine so much better than I could have. Like my other questions for the end of this podcast were like, if the Illuminati is real, are they hiding in plain sight? And, you know, are they actually a secret? Like, I just don't think the Illuminati exists, period, in the way that, like, I think that it's exactly what you said. Something exists, for sure. Some kind of secret society, some sort of secret, you know, organization, I guess, in a sense, exists, probably. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's the Illuminati. And I don't think that you can just reach out to someone and be like, hello, I am willing to sacrifice my soul to become a singer. That's the thing. It's like there are no central ideologies that I'm hearing about from the Illuminati. It's just like world control. But why would there be a scenario in which like the world's most famous chefs and famous YouTubers and famous dancers all come together and try to serve each other's interests? That just doesn't make sense. That would be a waste of everybody's (sighs) time for them all to be part of some like mass conglomerate. I mean, I'm so curious if there is just like something that I'm missing with the Illuminati here. And are there other secret societies like this? We really want to know what you guys have to say about this one. So let us know all over social media by using hashtag gruesome twosome. We would love to hear from you. For now, thank you all so much once again for listening. We are your hosts, Loie and Eleanor, also known as the Gruesome Twosome, and we've loved this deep dive into the world of internet urban legends with all of you. You can find all episodes of the podcast, Internet Urban Legends, for free exclusively on Spotify. Don't forget to follow the podcast so we can continue bringing you a new disturbing mystery each and every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Loeybug and at Snitchery and support our show by following at Parcast on Instagram and at Parcast Network on Twitter. Stay gruesome, friends. Internet Urban Legends is a Spotify original from Parcast. It is executive produced by Max Cutler from Parcast, Slash Management, and by Deanna Markoff, Avi Gandhi, and Ed Simpson from Wheelhouse DNA. Sound design by Ron Shapiro, with associate sound design by Kevin McAlpine. It is produced by Jonathan Ratliff, Gemma Waters, John Cohen, Kristen Acevedo, and Lexi Kiven. Research provided by Yumi Shin. And we're your hosts, Loie Lane and Eleanor, better known as Snitchery. AKA the gruesome twosome.